0: Today we're driving a 2012 Dodge Durango, it sports a 3.6 liter engine with a 6 speed variable transmission, it gets 23 miles per gallon, an entire 1 mpg better than its previous models. Great job Dodge. Edmunds called the 2012 Dodge Durango a sophisticated ride that's easy to maneuver, but compared to what? The hood latch is difficult to find, even for somebody who's owned this vehicle for 10 years. Oh, there he got it. Nice job, Chris. Dodge sold a whopping 46,000 of these bad boys in the U.S. in 2012, which begs the question, why are so many people buying this thing? The fenders rarely stick on. The vehicle is never clean, at least not this one. The 2012 Dodge Durango is perfect for today's guest, Christopher Talon, who answers the question, What's somebody drive once they've given up on looking sexy? Today we're hitting the road and heading to the Home Depot where we'll pick up some building supplies for a home office slash recording studio that Chris is building in his garage. I can't think of a better vehicle than the 2012 Dodge Durango for this first installment of Dudes and Durangos going to the Depot. Presented by Sharpie and Pfizer. This This is a beautiful car. Is this the family? Is this the family van?
1: it is it's uh it's how we all get around
0: it has a a certain patina you can tell that this has been lived in which is good you know uh, if someone pulls up in a car it's freshly clean you're kind of like who's this guy showing off to
1: (laughs) thanks yeah but you know speaking of lived in the nice thing about this car you can put all the seats down throw in a twin mattress and go camping just out of the back of the car so that anybody? sounds like a
0: guy who's been homeless before yeah yeah
1: anybody who's thinking of buying this car uh, that's one of the perks and i'll sell this car to you
0: <laughs> what would you what's the going rate for for this vehicle right now if you were to put this on the market do you think
1: make me an offer
0: free that's, that means it's free folks <laughs> all right so we're heading over to uh, to home depot do you like do you like going uh, shopping for building materials
1: if i don't have kids with me it's good if i have a friend with me it's even better I
0: used to kind of be intimidated when I would go to. Uh, I should probably put my seatbelt on. It's better for the audio, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> if for the, no other reason for the audio. I used to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I used to uh, get intimidated when I went to places like Home Depot because those dudes that work there used to always you know, strike me as people that really knew what they were talking about and what I got to ask this guy a basic question. But increasingly, it seems like they're, these people are, are virtually clueless.
1: Oh, 100%. I know this guy who writes books and he's a horror writer who plays Dungeons and Dragons. He works at Home Depot. What does that guy know about anything? Yeah, can you show me
0: where the uh, shields are, please? <laughs> Did, were you a dra- Dungeons and Dragons player? No, how I'm, about you? I, I wasn't either, but Magic the Gathering was kind of the, the Dungeons and Dragons of our era.
1: I knew some people that played that, but again, I think it was just one of those things where like, I never got roped into doing it and I never was like, hey, let me figure it out. Yeah, I, I just
0: <laughs> I just saw a study that showed that Playing Dungeons and Dragons can help, like therapists are now prescribing that to people because it helps people that have existential dread.
1: Oh, that's really interesting.
0: I actually met a guy at uh, Office Max, which to be even still, the fact that there's even still an Office Max
1: is kind of a surprise. Like who's going there? I, the only reason I go there and I don't, I go to Staples. So Yeah, all their
0: technology there is like <laughs> two years old. It's like, who's coming here? They, they, we, we bought soda there one time, and the soda was like three months past its expiration. That, that's a good indicator <laughs> as to how much business they're getting through there. Uh, are people not just buying reams of paper? That seems like something you've got to be buying online. I think pens are one thing, probably, because people like to write them, you know, but then you just have people go in there to sample your pens and then go straight to Amazon and probably buy them anyway.
1: Yeah, but here, listen, this is my pitch right now. is Buy a pen that you like, and then go online and then buy the pen refills. That way you don't have to buy a whole new G2 pen or a Sharpie pen. I prefer the Sharpie pens myself. Have you ever written with a Sharpie pen? Like not the Sharpie that everybody does, but just like the straight up like everyday signature pen.
0: No, I mean, I have, but like I, I I write so hard that ink pens I really have to get like big fat ball points. You know, otherwise I just rip right through paper.
1: Hmm, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, you might want to try Sharpie because I kind of write heavy sometimes, too. And then I'll smudge a lot, but those Sharpie ones don't seem to smudge too bad. This is riveting, isn't it?
0: Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee is usually presented by Acura. This this episode of today
1: going to be yeah. printed by, presented by uh, Sharpie Pens. specifically. By Sharpie Pens and Pfizer because Pfizer brings everything to everybody. Yes, exactly. This is brought to you by Pfizer. What is it? It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, boners and vaccines, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's a business model you can you can never go wrong with. Yeah, so we're so we're going right to the stud section. It's a couple of studs going to the stud section. Yep, going back from once we came. <laughs> That's right, yeah. I wonder if we'll get confused, I guess. Like will someone actually try to buy us as six foot studs. I don't know.
1: Yeah, we gotta make sure if there's a sign that says studs, we gotta get somebody to take a picture of us standing next to it. <laughs> just casually. We'll have to get in line with the other 16 dudes that are doing the same picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Give. anytime I think of something I'm like, "Oh, I have an idea." It's like, "No, no, I don't. I saw that somewhere." <laughs> I know, we're we're post ideas at
0: this point point in our history, it's like yeah. everything's probably been done. It's how you, can you repackage it in we a don't, comical
1: way? Yeah, we don't need fresh ideas anymore. We just need AI mashups <laughs> of old ideas. All right. <laughs> or in some cases, you know, like Spider-Man just keep
0: redoing the same fucking movie.
1: Okay, there. Somebody did a thing where they fed a computer all of Nirvana's lyrics and all of their music, and then it did an AI, like, basically albums worth of songs, and people listen to them and they're like, yeah, a couple of them are okay, like sound pretty good, but some of them are just weird. So they actually it actually created it actually created new music. It actually created new music based on Nirvana's old music. You know, sentence structure, this that ideas, whatever. I don't know. And it came up with new, you know, quote-unquote, new Nirvana music. Did it give, like,
0: actual music as well? Or was it just lyrical?
1: No, I think it was, like, fully composed songs. So they gave the chords and everything? I mean, yeah. But, I mean, Nirvana songs yeah, like weren't, four typically, yeah. weren't typically overdone. Like, Dave Grohl said that Kurt Cobain's main thing was, like, just making the song sound as simple and raw as possible. Yeah. You know, so... That's a good, yeah, that's a good,
0: you can pretend like it's artistic vision when it's really just a lack of skill. I love
1: it. He's dead, he can't defend himself. That's rude. I'm not suggesting he wasn't talented, by the way. And that's the other thing, too, that people say about, um, I guess, lots of famous musicians. Oh, so-and-so's not even that good, they're just hot. Or, so-and-so's not even that good, they've just got, like, the right look and they auto-tune. Yeah. Man, like, listen to Post Malone singing acoustically. The dude's not just a... Not just a look, you know what I mean? Yeah, and plus it's still
0: like, fine, you go do it then, it. You know, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think. Yeah, you Post- go get a face tattoo and see if that equates to 120 million downloads. Anyone trying to suggest that it's Post Malone's looks that have him famous, you probably need to like take another look. You know, I mean, yeah. got, I recently saw a meme that said, "Is there in what other world in all the alternate universes would Post Malone be anything other than a line cook?" <laughs> and I took offense to that, but not only on Post Malone's behalf, but on the behalf of the line cooks. You know? I mean, someone's
1: got to make this shit that you're shoved in your face all the time. Yeah, somebody, somebody's somebody got to. And that's the other thing, too, is everybody's got that, this river of creativity that they sit on top of, and they can either express it and go with that flow, or they go against that flow and they don't express it, and that's when people start getting depressed and start drinking and start, you know... Yeah, so find your river. Yeah, so find your river and don't, don't fight it. Go with the flow. A Famous... 20th century poet once said a
0: dream is like a river ever changing as it flows mm. and the dreamer is just a vessel who must follow where it goes do you know who that poet was
1: uh it sounds like Shel silverstein garth brooks garth brooks
0: or chris Gaines for a short period of time you know that guy is shameless <laughs> shameless as a man can be We should have hired a guy with like a boom mic to carry follow us around and set, draw <laughs> extra attention. And that also makes it look more official. People yeah. don't really ask for permit when you already got a boom mic. Yeah. Like, like, who, what, are you going to get a boom guy before you even get a permit? You get a boom like guy a,
1: and a guy next to the boom guy that just shushes people before they even start talking?
0: <laughs> yeah. Mitch Hedberg has a joke where he says, I went to the Home Depot, which was unnecessary. I should just go to the Apartment Depot. There's just a bunch of people sitting around saying I don't got to fix shit. <laughs> So if you're ever ever in a Home Depot and you're trying to look like, you know, like you kind of know what you're doing, it's a good trick. I don't really even know exactly what I'm looking for, but I kind of do, but you pick up your stud and you kind of feel it like, oh yeah, it's a good weight, it's a good weight. And then you set it like this and look right down it. A couple of guys that know how to pick out wood. Now let's go find someone and ask if this is actually a good one.
1: Kirk, it's easier if you take this out. That's just one of the many reasons why you shouldn't smoke marijuana, kids. (laughs) Why? I don't remember. Exactly.
0: Forgot his joke already. <laughs> have you ever noticed when you're inside of menards They're. do you ever go to menards sometimes the nearly the entire time you're in there they're playing like menards ads and like oh. trying to lure
1: you into the store it's like I'm already here you save big money you save big, big money, money
0: when
1: attention night. customers today we're having a sale yeah, on like, everything
0: it's like I'm already there I don't need any more cowboy DVDs how are you on
1: fasteners in terms of like personally or? Deck screws, I should probably get a box. Yeah, let's do that. Right here. Okay, right here. These nails are the prettiest, in my opinion, but. Yeah, they are. That doesn't. The least useful though. That's neither here nor there.
0: common thing to talk about right now is how, like, can you believe the price of wood?
1: <laughs>
0: but it doesn't really seem that pricey. That's not a bad price, though. 63 bucks for a wall? I mean, yeah, that's... My God. I was responsible for calculating the amount of studs, and I... Rather than use an actual calculator, I just kind of eyed it up. You know? It's another manly thing to do. That way we can make another trip. Do you guys have little uh, red flags? We do, right under the pro desk here, the canopy. There's twine, and there's some red flags for you. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, I'll go grab it. You push this up to the car. I just did one of those things where I kind of like, asked somebody where something was and then they told me and I completely spaced out. I wasn't listening to them whatsoever. They just weren't very engaging or captivating, to be honest. And now I don't know where the fuck I'm supposed to find these things. <sighs>
1: All right, so, truth time. I think the reason Kirk said, I'll go get that stuff, you start loading the wood, is so that he wouldn't have to load the wood. I, I see how he is. And you know what? I didn't see what he was doing until it was too late, so kudos to him. See if Kirk magically shows up right after I get done loading. <laughs> Seriously, I think he might've got lost.
0: I had to go to the pro desk to get this red flag stuff. And I got to tell you a bunch of fucking amateurs in there.
1: Misnomer, huge misnomer over here, buddy. <laughs> Signaling with the 12 foot piece of wood just in time.
0: Just in time to not have to do any of the heavy lifting. That's what we were just talking about. Look at that! I knew it. <laughs> well, this this is a, this is something you don't <laughs> often see on a get out of here. On a this isn't recommended, but we're putting we're using the windshield wiper as an anchor point for our ribbons,
1: which already broke in the process of trying it's to not get it. to do anything. Anyway,
0: <laughs> you guys like MacGyver? You give him a couple, you give him 15 yards of Saran wrap, and you can make anything happen.
1: Like MacGyver in an avalanche over here, yeah. You
0: know? Yep. Making it work, buddy. Making it work. Redneck ingenuity, they call it. <laughs> and yes, I'm returning the cart because there's probably no better judge of a human's considerate considerateness than whether or not they return carts. Like, what, are you just going to leave it out there and let it fly around and hit someone's car, are you fucking psychos? Take the carts back, especially these big dogs. This could total something like a Durango, which has no street value.
1: Buckle up, partner. Oh, I tried to get you good, but you didn't fall for the old sit on the box of screws routine. I've been injured. I've been injured on the job before. I don't plan on doing any hot rodding.
0: That's a kind of the beauty of the Durango, you know, I don't even know if it's got it in it. And I, I, have, I have a hybrid that doesn't have any hot rod ability
1: either. You know, no joke though, uh, the Durango does have some balls to it. So if you need to get up to speed quickly, you, you can in this thing. Just the gas mileage is not super awesome.
0: This is a classic example of me wanting to say, prove it. Challenge accepted. Not right now. What's the worst that could happen? a couple of two by fours fly out on the road.
1: I mean, yeah. Highway fatalities, And then they break and we take them and get our money back and say, excuse me, these broke at the first sign of stress. Yeah, it's like... Worst uh, case
0: scenario, I knew I shouldn't have picked this one that had road rash all over it and all this gravel
1: embedded in it. Yeah. As soon as I got it home, I turned it over and then I saw, saw my tire marks all over it and I was like, what? Why was there blood on this two by four? So I need to get rid of the evidence. I mean, I need to return this. Look at that view back there though. Okay, and this right here, it doesn't look like it, but this is a fully acknowledged road in Grandville and people drive through here just like this constantly. Can you get a ticket here then? I don't think so. At least when I'm in my street law class with Mr. Swan in high school, uh, he taught us that police officers don't really have jurisdiction on private property, which most parking lots are. That's why I only do my murdering on private property. And that's why, you know, even though people know people fly around the, you know, the Meyer parking lot, you never see a cop just waiting to pick people up in there because it's like a whole headache because it's private property or whatever.
0: Yeah, I'm also opposed to like Walmart, like using, like having stuff stolen from their private business and then using the cops to help track it down, it's bullshit. (laughs) You know, honestly, it's like, you're the one that puts all the shit out there. It's your responsibility for policing it. (laughs) Honestly, it's bullshit. Oh,
1: and our friend, Mike Logan, who was always reminding people to hydrate, yeah. Uh, he gave me a good tip one time. He said that don't put ice in your water because that's actually more harsh on your uh, vocal cords.
0: There's a conundrum with ice because either if you don't put enough, then it doesn't raise the temperature of the soda or water enough to keep it from melting. Mm. So the only way to really keep it from melting is to make it like 90% ice.
1: Just to overwhelm it. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a catch-22. I mean, it does make sense because you have, you know, there's there's science happening here. One thing's warm, one thing's cold. They're going to balance each other out that's so right you really need to crank up the cold otherwise it's just going to melt and then you'll have watery soda
0: you know how on comedians and cars getting coffee they tell jokes we just talk about like half-baked scientific concepts yeah yeah this is, the ratings are going to be through the roof on this
1: <laughs> i think so people are going to be like this is relatable <laughs> this is lot like how me and my friends talk yeah <laughs> except we're more racist yeah
0: we could do the last couple blocks here racist <laughs> Like when people say Jewish, does that kind of mean like there's kind of Jew, like kind of Jews, like ish? Is that the first, is that where it first started? The suffix ish implies kind of halfway, mm. kind of semi.
1: Maybe. I, I don't know. I'm kind of lost right now.
0: Yeah. You're afraid. See, even, even on a show that no one's watching, people are afraid to be canceled by the woke army.
1: <laughs> They'll get you.
0: It's okay. We can They'll talk about you. it. It's a word and joke. It's not, it's not a religion it's, joke. It's a word joke.
1: It's not now. It's going to be like eight years from now when I'm... Uh, Getting a Newbery Medal or something? No, not a Newbery. That's for kids' books, isn't it? Well, you know, you we never don't know. Where you know I don't write write a, where your
0: career's going. Here. I
1: could write a kids' book. I can, yeah, could get inspired, write a kids' story, and win a Newbery. Shut up, I, I can do it. Yeah, I mean, I was, I wasn't gonna shut you down on the Newbery. Watch, now I'm gonna do it, just to, just to prove you wrong, Dirk.
0: <laughs> the day I, the day the people thought I was a racist. <laughs> by Christopher Talon, Newbery <laughs> Award winner, 2052. <laughs> See, you can just cut stuff out of the video, you know. When I'm the editor, I don't have to worry about any of my things that make us look bad getting in. It's the beauty of it. So you yeah. have any more racist stuff you want to say, Chris? That was aggressive. I edited it out for the people, but my God. Uh, I never th- thought you had that position on that, I mean, that group of people. I mean, I said the words
1: once. You heard me say them. I'm not going to say them again. Right. I said it, and I meant it, and I'm not going to say them.
0: They are taking over. Ugh. I was at Meyer in, in on 8 Mile in Detroit, just south of Ferndale. And there was an older white gentleman who worked at Meyer who was berating a black customer who kind of looked maybe less than homed, you mm. know, like kind of homeless. Maybe he was loitering in there, but he was being, less he was being, home. he wasn't being like disruptive or anything. He was fine. Right. And the white guy was being mean to him. And this other black worker came up to us to help us at the self checkout. And he goes, man, this fucking guy's a racist, man. He's only yelling at black people. I I'll, I'll give you 200 bucks if you go punch that guy. And I was like, well, I'm not gonna punch him, but yeah, he does look like an asshole, fuck that guy. And he goes, right? You know what I'm saying? We gotta we gotta cut it out with all this black versus white bullshit. And I was like, hell yeah, dude, I'm totally with you on that. We're in this thing together. Fuck that. Fuck racist, right? And then as we're walking out, he goes, we need to watch out for those Arabs though. That's literally what he said. He was dead serious. All right, I think that's it. We're home, and now we're, people are going to start wondering what we're doing in the car. What are they doing in there? Are they kissing? The lights are on. So we don't want that. I can hear Rachel out there. We don't want her thinking that.
1: It's
0: not even Rachel. Yeah, out she,
1: there. she. Oh, I thought she was yelling something at me. I was like, Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, when, whatever why? Like, I'm like, why? When wives are like, yeah, I'm like, hey, shut up. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. I'm watching, I'm watching
0: yeah. the game right now. Hey, honey. Hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs)